Can you get arrested for teaching blockchain and cryptocurrency? Ask Virgil Griffith. Turns out, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, bad things can happen. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp has appointed Kelly Loeffler, CEO of Backed Futures Platform, to a U.S. state Senate seat. And the Great Firewall of China has blocked access to EtherScan, a popular Ethereum block explorer. The world's first modular blockchain-powered smartphone, Bob, has been introduced. The British Virgin Islands look to be creating their own cryptocurrency. And you think you can name the top 10 most valuable blockchain companies? Guess what? We can, but that's because we've already seen the article. So did you dream of floating on a cloud only to wake up and find yourself swimming in a pool of blueberry jello? Well, you'll know what that feels like after today's Bad News, episode number 342 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, Who's bad? Hello, friends. Joel Com here with Mr. Travis Wright for this bad news episode of our show, The Bad Crypto Podcast. Yeah, I have some bad news for you. What's that? Uh, this is episode 342, and uh, this is where we talk about the news. So welcome to the show. <laughs> but that's, that's good news. It is good news. But we're just because we're bad. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking about getting a tattoo about the bad and putting it right on my ass and having the badass. Be great. <laughs> the bad logo on there. Who's bad? There's a lot of. Hey, sure, really- hey Travis, show me your tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. A lot of interesting <laughs> news this week, uh, and Travis getting a tattoo on his tuchus is not part of the news. But first, we give a shout out to our show sponsor, eToro. If you want to be smart about trading your cryptos, you want to use a smart trading platform. eToro is one of the world's largest trading platforms with over a trillion dollars in trading volume on their platform each year. Now they're in the U.S., you can go to the App Store and download the app. It's under eToro. They've actually got two apps. They've got the trading app and they've got the eToro wallet. You're going to want both of them. And if you create a new account using the link that I'm about to give you here in just a few moments, toes. You open up a new account, fund it with at least $50 of dirty fiat, and then open a position in any of the cryptos that eToro offers. In bad crypto, we're going to give you $25 in Bitcoin. It's true. Go to badco.in forward slash eToro. And by the way, there's a bunch of you that have signed up for your accounts, but you haven't yet opened a position. You're you're just you're missing out on your twenty five dollars in free Bitcoin. So what are you waiting for? Open that position. Come on. What positions are there? There's there's downward doggy. Yeah, do the one where there's tw- like fifty dollars worth of uh, crypto in your account, and then you get twenty five dollars more of Bitcoin. There's hurry now before Bitcoin price moons, and then you're then you get twenty five dollars of a much less valuable Bitcoin. <laughs> Lots of great news in the bad news show for you today so let's go ahead and jump right in checking in on coingecko.com at 8 p.m on december the 4th mountain standard time the crypto market cap at over 195 billion looking at the top 10 bitcoin 7213 ethereum 144 xrp 21 cents tether 999 
0.999, of course. Bitcoin Cash, 207. Litecoin, 44. EOS, 2.5 dollars. Binance, 15 dollars. Bitcoin SV, almost 95 dollars. And rounding out the top 10 is Cardano at 3.7 cents. Yeah, I always like to look at this whenever we pull up CoinGecko and look at who did what in the last seven days, especially if you're specifically looking at the top 100 coins by market cap, right? Who did what? Yeah, so this week, Matic, uh, M-A-T-I-C, they were up 31%. They are the 51, uh, number 51 overall. Uh, There's another one, FTX token, which is a derivatives exchange. That thing went up nearly 30%. It's at $1.88 right now with substantial amounts of volume. And also Engine Coin, Mr. Joel Kahn. We've been chatting a lot about them recently internally. Uh, up over the last seven days, 23.6%. Mm-hmm. And we've got a little later on in the news why we think that happened with Engine this week. And, and I'll tease you by saying a big name that everybody knows is tied to engine they're doing Joel, something Joel Com? Joel Com? is that it is not it is you? not me you know as i'm looking through these top 100 travis there are a bunch of them now that i have never heard of uh number 42 seal s-e-e-l-e don't know no idea what that is nervous network at number 48 the coin is c KB, the matic network that's the one that, that you uh referenced there 31 percent swipe at number 57 what uh, where are these coming from what i don't even know what they are <laughs> there's so much stuff going on that we need to have a news for our news you know and, and you guys that are putting tokens out there you're not alerting bad crypto look at this one number 88 chillis c-h-i-l-i-z oh what we gotta get ourselves some of them so, or is it chili z chillas <laughs> chillas uh, you know what else is interesting? Digitex, who has been a previous sponsor, we've, we've advised them in the past, and they had that mega error and delay in getting their exchange out. It looks like they are actually going to make that happen. Mm, that would be interesting to see. They're number that would 91. That quite nice. Wow. Top 100. So take a look at those top 100 every now and again, folks. And as we've always said, do your own due diligence. Well, just go look through the top 100 Check out what what these projects are doing because it's really interesting. And that's going to be one of the top pieces of news that we're actually talking about today is the top, you know, 10 uh, blockchain companies. Like the unicorns in this space, they're not who you think they are. So be researching and figuring this stuff out because it's always interesting to go down those rabbit holes. So let's take a look at what's happening with Bitcoin. There was an interesting spike today, and I know we've got some information from Coin Genius here in a bit that we're going to talk about why that might have happened. But, you know, Bitcoin hit a, a high of 78.70 um, this week and dropped as low as 70.87. That's a $800 flip there. And today we saw like up 500 and then a few hours later down 500. Oh. And, uh, you know, the question is, is uh, is this a bear trap? You know, is uh, are people buying and 
gonna you know is it gonna drop far, further and this is only really of concern to people who are trading you know if you're a hodler then crypto goes up crypto goes down but if you're a trader and you know you're going long and then it falls uh-oh and if you're you know a bear and you're shorting the price betting it's going down and it goes up uh-oh you know these this is it's stressful mm-hmm and one of the things that's interesting is I think this show just aired recently, right? The one that we had with uh, CryptoFace and the market cipher that he has. That was so number this- 341. That was our last show. Yeah, the first for the last show. And uh, so I, you know, we have access to this. We've been taking a look at this thing. And it looks like, I mean, if, if I'm looking at what I think I'm seeing and the trends of when the price goes down, it's almost like there's like a, there's these boop, 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 and they go down. And then it's like, Something happens, and when that first little thing goes boop up in the green, then it normally seems to go pop, pop, pop. So we've been—it's been down in the red for a little bit. <laughs> so crypto's all about boop, 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 pop, pop, pop. Is that? Yeah, you got to make sure you got the boops and the bops right because if you get them right, you can win. And you I might mean, are we tired of winning? Tired you of winning? Can end up with a bada bing, bada boom. I don't know what's the price yep. of crypto. Bip, bop, boop. That's what it is. Up, <laughs> up and down. You can see them right there. There's the bip. There's the bop. There's the boop. This is super interesting. So, in the state of Georgia, Senator Johnny Isaacson, who's retiring at the end of the year, uh, the the governor there needed to appoint somebody to be an interim senator for uh, for that seat. And apparently, Brian Kemp, the Georgia governor, has appointed the CEO of BACT, which we've talked about on this show extensively, to this U.S. Senate seat. Yeah. So think of this, folks. There is a CEO of an institutional Bitcoin futures platform is now a U.S. senator. Like, you know what? That to me, it's like it's really big news because like... This I don't know how much how much time is left in Johnny Isaacson's term. I don't know when he whenever he uh, was elected, but uh, the new the new one that's coming in, Kelly Loeffler, like she is awesome. And not only is you know the the first uh, you know super Bitcoin advocate. It, in Congress is a, it's a female. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, this happens the end of the year. He's retiring the end of this year. You know, he ran for office and I was like, mm, I'm done. So, you know, I don't know what the circumstances are. Maybe there's illness or maybe he needs to, you know, help family. I don't know what, you know, why he's going home. But yeah, this, I think this is a big deal to have. There's only a hundred U.S. senators, right? And now we've got somebody who's going to be in there that is very, very pro crypto and, uh, she can have a pretty significant influence. Yeah, and if you go and Google him, Johnny, and then Isaacson, I-A-R-I-S-A-K-S-O-N, you've seen this guy. You've seen him on the news pretty substantially. So this this current term that he's in, he, he assumed this office uh, in January of 2015. So what will happen is, is Kelly will have 2020 and 2021 will need to camp, you know, need to, in 2022, need to campaign to get six years, right? Yeah, it's a six-year term. That that is yeah. correct. So this is uh, super interesting, and we'll have to wait and see if she does indeed spread the gospel of crypto. I know that you know she's probably going to end up on some sort of finance committee. I would imagine in the Senate due to her experience, mm-hmm. and will be a very pro crypto voice. Yeah. So I thought crypto was just a fad, though, Mr. Joe Com. Wasn't I thought wasn't that the deal? Wasn't it just I mean, 
I don't think it is. I think it's here to stay. And I think that we're seeing more and more companies that are making it easy to onboard people with crypto. And one of those is our other sponsor, MobiPay, the winner of the token tank at this year's World CryptoCon in Las Vegas 2019. Uh, Brandon is is the uh, chief cook and bottle washer there at MobiPay. And he has developed a really cool ecosystem that allows users to spend or send money and digital currency worldwide from their mobile phone in a matter of seconds. Get this, even if you don't have a bank account. They're also supporting cash back programs on purchases made with MobiCoin and making the onboarding, the, the on and off ramps for fiat and cryptos super easy to use. What's more, is you can go ahead and get some free MBX tokens, $10 worth, right now by going to mobipay.io, M-O-B-I-E-P-A-Y.io. Could be the future of money. Go check it out. All right, Mr. Jokam. So, you know, when you think about, you know, companies that have been killing it, you know, with uh, crypto, you maybe, you know, people might think, Oh, Bitcoin, they're killing it. They've probably heard, oh, maybe Ethereum. They've heard of Ripple, right? Some of them, I would say. If it, wait, wait, Bitcoin people, isn't a company. I know that, right? But most people would think that it's a company. If you, think, if you no ask CEO. a regular person. There's no, no organization. There's no Bitcoin Inc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a company. Ethereum is not a company. It's like a foundation. There's like no Ethereum headquarters you can go to. But right? Ripple is. Ripple is. Ripple is. You actually can't. So if we actually look in here, there's there's a, a, a interesting piece that came out by CryptoBriefing.com. Uh, and here are the top 10 most valuable blockchain companies. And I'm going to start at the very bottom. because now we're I was here. hoping you were going to do that. I was thinking, oh, we're going to do a top 10 countdown. Brr, number 10. Number 10. Canaan creative a two billion dollar company it is it is a mining company that is second to bitmain in terms of mining hardware hardware sales however the company's profits appear to be in decline despite its long-standing success so uh yeah they even are uh, doing an ipo number nine number nine is bitmex bitmex the crypto exchange that primarily offers futures and and different contracts that is around now. There's been a lot of conversation around BitMEX and maybe even having some uh, volume being maybe not always accurate, but uh, they're worth three point six billion dollars based on annual profits, Mr. Joel Kopp. How about that? Number eight coming in from our friends in China. It's Binance. It's the largest exchange by trading volume, and they've got a lot of other features as well, including their BNB Binance Coin and Binance chain uh cz the ceo of the company said that they have an evaluation of at least two billion dollars and could be higher than that mm, privately owned that's one of the interesting things is when you created this crypto thing people can get tokens but not actually get any equity in your company pretty 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 interesting block one is next I on the I list did, i didn't get to do the countdown the, the, okay, go ahead, the do, super do deep voice okay number seven block one is uh, the company behind EOS, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they were the I ones that wanted to do the countdown, damn it. Ah! Okay, I'll let you. It's okay. Calm down. You need to calm down, Joel Calm. Oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, man. So good. And, uh, oh, so Block One, yeah, pretty good. Mm -hmm. They're the seventh largest crypto 
and actually have their own business, Block One. And you guys have heard about it, but we've not heard a lot of development stuff. We heard a little bit about voice was going down. Is it going to happen? Is it not? Are they doing this, doing that? Hopefully, we're hearing some companies leaving EOS and moving over to Wax. So what's up with Block One? But they are number seven at over $3 billion in value. I hope they figure out voice because we started another podcast that we've not been able to do anything with we should do the and third episode that's just completely like it's just like womp, womp, womp. <laughs> here's, and it's the eos voice news here's the latest update thanks for listening womp, womp, womp. number six number six is circle multifaceted crypto service company responsible for the usd stablecoin has a valuation of over three billion dollars following a hundred million dollar funding round so it's a, it's a circle it's not a square it's not a triangle it's not a trapezoid or a rhombus it's mm. a circle they actually they actually reached out to me a few months back i think i chatted with them whenever we were in paris when i was in paris when i went to normandy and um they were looking for like a VP of marketing, and I was one of the finalists. Was looking oh, wow. Announced. Yeah, but they didn't want to hire anybody remote. And I was like, man, you know what? I'm not moving to freaking New York okay. City. Okay, can I, I do number ahead. five now? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, okay, I'm going to do it again. Because I just, I, I like, I think, you know, if I ever do another career, I just want to be the countdown guy. That's good. I, you know what? This is your job right now. Go for it. Number five. Number five, Kraken. Release Kraken. It. Release the Kraken at four billion. What? Oh my God! Kraken. Oh, it's another major crypto exchange. And if you would have asked me before I saw this list, I would have said Binance might be bigger by now mm -hmm. because it just mm -hmm. seems like Binance is bigger. I think when you add the value of of Binance's all their tokens and and everything, and on top of the value of their exchange and stuff, it seems to be more. But interesting, Kraken. They did do some uh, expansion when they acquired. Uh, they acquired this futures trading platform and they're doing some things and they closed some rounds of funding. And uh, currently they're apparently valued at about $4 billion. Speaking of four, number four, Ripple. So you've heard of XRP, the uh, centralized coin. That is the third largest cryptocurrency in the market. You know what? I shouldn't say that. Some people love them some Ripple, right? Like, oh my God, they're, they're Ripple fluencers. I actually, I have a little bit of Ripple. I mean, it's not like a bag or a fat stack of it. I just, I got a little bit because uh, anytime the banks are involved, they know where the money is, right? And so That's true. Um, I certainly, I would personally not invest a whole lot in it, but you know, it's yeah. kind of, what is it? 21 and a half cents right now. I just, yeah. I think that um, oh. there, there could Dude, be. Dude, it got up to $3 and 70 cents or something. Remember in the big. The big yeah. rush. If you think if Ripple will get it, just, it was just such a wild. That was such a wild time. But yeah, Ripple. I, you know what? I love Brad Garlinghouse. We went to the same university, Rock Chalk. Uh, we had a great time chatting with Brad. Nice guy. I just you think love that. The, yeah, great guy. You know anybody from so anybody from University of Kansas is a great person in my mind. So it's good. If you love him so much, why don't you marry him? Thanks a lot. Maybe I will. Number three. Number three. I steal from the rich and give to the poor. I'm Robin Hood. And um, this merry man of gangsters, right? Is that that? <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going Scottish with that or British or I don't know. It was know, just Italian. I'm from I I'm from the Isle, you know of of uh, the Anglo-Saxon era. Robin Hood started out as a stock trading platform. 
They uh, they had feeless trading initially, but then they started crypto trading in 2018. The company has a seven billion dollar valuation which they reported back in this spring and coming in at number two any guesses gang go ahead yell out what you think number two is everybody go ahead just yell at your your podcast your mind, player right now your mind yeah no say it out loud like i guess here's some people yelling out some stuff bad crypto nope it's not us we're we're not Mm-mm. one of the biggest two you know? coinbase coinbase Boom. is huge over an eight billion dollar valuation and that was announced in october 2018 so not sure what it is right now but they've got pro and retail trading platforms and uh, they do some investments of their own they're big they're definitely big but they're not as big as the biggest of the crypto unicorns number one number one bitmain Bitmain, the one, you know what, you know know who made all the money, folks, whenever they had the gold rush back in the wild, wild west, it was not the gold miners, it was the people who sold equipment to the gold miners, and Bitmain is a super high value crypto company, their mining firm has accumulated wealth by selling Bitcoin mining hardware, operating mining pools and mining farms and lots of venture capital, and they sell all kinds of bitcoin mining things 12 billion it's where the jihan woos of the world live mm, yes the one the jihan woo who oh, the Number one jihan woo uh, if you want to see this article as well as all of the stories that we're covering today you'll find them in the show notes on our website at badcryptopodcast.com mm. but here's the shortcut that will take you there badco.in forward slash three four two if you want to go review these oh, nice and read you for yourself that. you can do that man you know i i would think of this think of this coinbase eight billion makes you wonder like we don't know what etoro is but i think etoro has got to be close to being on this list having been in in business since 07 and all the things that they're doing there's they got to be close and so i don't know if this is how accurate this list is but this was the uh Huron research institute uh, basically said that there are only there are less than 500 companies in the world that are valued at a billion or more. But in January 2018, there were about 40 crypto projects that were worth over a billion. So that's wow, that is crazy. So guess who you would not want to be right now, Mr. Travis? Right? Um, you know, well, this guy's Virgil Griffith. He's like mm-hmm. because he's got two really like like West Virginia names. <laughs> That's not why you wouldn't want to be him though. Oh, why is that, that is not why you would not want to be him. So, I guess what happened is he went to North Korea without permission from the federal government and that he knew what he was about to do was against the law and what he did was he was teaching in North Korea um, how to evade sanctions using cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. He, uh, he was arrested for a criminal complaint because I guess he's a resident of Singapore and he's a U.S. citizen. And um, what he did, he presented at this conference, the Pyongyang Blockchain and Cryptocurrency Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the U.S. State Department denied him permission but he went, he violated his um, oh. his orders here, and he got the FBI's arrested him. Wow. 
Yeah. So, d- <laughs> hey, Mr. Joe Comp, don't if somebody tells us to go to North Korea to go teach them at the Pyongyang Blockchain uh, Conference, we don't we don't go. Pyongyang Blockchain, don't do it. No, no. Pyongyang, don't do it. Um, yeah, despite receiving warnings not to go, Griffith allegedly traveled to one of the U.S.'s foremost adversaries, North Korea, where he taught his audience how to use blockchain technology to evade sanctions. By this complaint, we begin the process of seeking justice for such wow. conduct. John Demir's assistant what a attorney general. Like a little bit, isn't it? Sounds like a, a little bit. So, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I guess you can get busted for teaching in the wrong place in the wrong time. Don't do it. Well, I mean, he was literally teaching people, uh, teaching a country that is on sanctions, meaning they can't use dollars to do certain things, and they're mm-hmm. restricted from all kinds of things. I don't even know what the restrictions are. But, hey, why don't you mine and use Bitcoin instead, and you can just avoid all that? And Yeah, th- I don't think the government thinks that's a good idea, Mr. Virgil. I don't think so either. So uh, the former CFTC chairman, J. Christopher Giancarlo, is in the news, Mr. Travis Wright, and it has to do with crypto. What's the story here? Yeah, so Giancarlo recently stepped down as the head of the CFTC. So when we started back crypto, he was the head of the the CFTC. And, uh, you know, you have like a six-year term or whatever it is. And then you go on, and then the, the next, the, whoever the president is, then appoints the next one. So now they have the next one in line. But, you know, this guy, he was an attorney, and now he's back doing things. He started working at the, as a partner at this law firm. And he came out and said, you know, I think that uh, we should have a digital dollar. There, we should be working on a digital dollar because, you know, fiat currency – you know, eventually going to go pop and pop. And, and if these other companies are creating digital dollars and the U.S. doesn't have a digital dollar, then they're going to lose their, their ability to be the reserve currency. So it seems to me that they need to be working on a digital dollar. So he's joined this uh, law firm, Wilkie Farr and Gallagher. Otherwise, you know, I, I thought he was going to join the law firm of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, but it's Wilkie, Farr, and Gallagher. He's senior counsel there, and he's going to be working on law stuff, I guess. Uh, pushing Dude, I, mean, I want we got to try to get him on back crypto, Mr. Joe Com. Anybody know John Carlo? To, Anybody? We would love to chat with the chairman, Christopher John yeah. Carlo. Come In back fact, we'll, just, we'll just, I know that our producer listens to every episode, so Aaron, let's get uh, John Carlo, figure out how to, to make that happen. That would be awesome. You you can do that, can't you? You could do magical things. I Make mean, it happen. Up, Make it happen. You put up with us. Mm-hmm. You know, Mr. Joe Combs, some countries really like blockchain. Some countries really don't like blockchain. And sometimes they really like blockchain. Sometimes they really don't. Sometimes the, you really don't understand the direction of, of a country and what they're doing. And China, their, their internet firewall has blocked access to the Ethereum block explorer etherscan.io. So if you're in China, you can no longer go to that site and then see any transactions or whatever that happens. So those IP addresses inside China are inaccessible to this website. It's the great firewall of China. I mean, you know, just think about that, right? It, the government saying you can't look at this. I just that's just mind blowing to me, you know, growing up in America where we have freedom of speech and and freedom of religion and so many you know, freedoms, which I believe we are entitled to. In fact, you know, our Constitution, 
guarantees uh, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Most of the world, you know, certainly a, part, a lot of countries in the Western world have a lesser version of that, right? Most of them are, are missing uh, the free speech or the Second Amendment, and there's still a lot of freedom-loving countries around the world. But think of the the power that China and these other, you know, dictatorial countries seek to hold over their population. Yeah, it's it's wild, and we see it happening here more and more so with social media. Now, I remember I remember Reddit back in the day. Like, there you have an app that, that you can access Reddit, and like you could turn on a feature where it's like, okay. If I'm searching all and all of a sudden there's a porn not safe for work image there, there's a notification that says it's not safe for work and they blur the picture for me. So if I don't want to click it, I can go, okay, I I don't want to see, you know, uh, this particular image, so I don't have to. And I can make a lewd joke right here about porn, Mr. Joe Khan, but I won't because I'm a very professional podcaster. Are are you? I am. I don't take those cheap jokes. Okay. But... um, Maybe maybe that'll show, maybe your cheap joke will show up in an Easter egg. I don't know. Well, I, what I'm thinking is is that you know if we you know what if you don't like the, like people are just banning content. How about give it a disclaimer and blur it, and then if we want to see it, we can see it. Don't just take it away from us without our permission and being able to view it ourselves. That's the problem. That is the problem. Well, you know, you just mentioned that other nations around the world are, you know, looking to issue their own cryptos. And here we have a story from the British Virgin Islands. This is on Bloomberg.com and uh, not written by Michael Bloomberg, who is now running for president as well. But uh, the British Virgin Islands is where Tether and Bitfinex are HQ'd, and they are now planning on releasing their own national cryptocurrency there's there's more than 50 caribbean islands in the british overseas territory and they are pegging their crypto one to one to the u.s dollar Mm. and it's for use within its territory and in its territory the british overseas territory there's about 50 uh different sized caribbean islands that are all part of the virgin islands so a lot of different smaller ones but that's interesting, man. I mean, seriously, they're creating their own token that can be used within their territory only, but still tied to the dollar. So you can see how, like, why would it not be tied to the pound? Because they're the British. Like, I don't know. So it's like, it's that world reserve currency thing. They're trying to, you know, interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. And and they're not going to be the last. You know, they're pioneering. They're among the first to issue or at least even discuss issuing their own crypto all right now let's uh let's jump back to what we were discussing a little earlier travis because we were talking about the price of bitcoin spiking today about 500 dollars over the course of a, a few hours um it, it went well it went up really quickly in like a four minute window and it came down almost just as quickly and you uh, got some insights from coin genius what did yeah. you discover if you actually go to coingenius.ai, uh, you can sign up for their text notification thing. And it was interesting, this this insights for today, there was a transaction of nearly 56,000 Bitcoin, which is over $400 million at that $7,200 mark, appeared in the, Bitcoin, in, in the blockchain on the ledger. And the transaction fee, Mr. Jocom, the transaction fee was 85 cents. <laughs> That's... Amazing. Okay, so to compare this, 
a full freight single family real estate transaction of that size would have commissions of 24 million while buying 400 million in S&P, S&P futures would cost $5000 and you know I recently wire transferred you some money and it cost me $35 to send it it cost 85 cents to send 400 million dollars in bitcoin that's wow it's a fad yeah it's tulips 85 cent tulips. So yeah. Bitcoin went from 7,200 to over 7,900 in a four minute window. And, you know, as of right now, uh, it's back to about 7,200. Yeah. Well, so pop, pop, weird. Pop, pop. Boop, pop, pop. pop. Bip. And, uh, oh. boobity, boom. And, and next up, we have a bip and a bob. A bob. Yeah. What is a bob? Bob, the world's first modular blockchain powered smartphone. And Bob, you know, was showcased in the CES in Vegas back in in January this past year. And now they're the 2020 Innovation Award honoree. So this is Bob, block on block, the world's first uh, modular smartphone powered by blockchain, developed by Pundi X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember hearing about Pundi X during ICO season. Oh and. Yeah, and uh, PundiX claims to be one of the largest decentralized crypto sales networks. They've got an X-Wallet crypto service as well as a point-of-sale device that is for buying, selling, and accepting digital currencies. But Bob, they previously called it the X-Phone. This offers an entirely decentralized ecosystem for users to have absolute control over their data. Now, here's what I like the most about this. It is built on um, an Android platform, but it's run on an open source operating system called Function X OS. And it's got some interesting stuff going on here because it uses blockchain. Every task on the phone, whether you're sending texts, making calls, browsing the web, file sharing, it all happens on a decentralized network. So it's encrypted and therefore it is secure. So each Bob device is a node that supports the entire blockchain system. Wow. I mean, that's, you know, that right there. Is fascinating to me. And you know what? Based on the pictures that they show, the the X phone, which I like that name way better than Bob, who just doing your branding over there, Punday X. Bob, block on block. Okay, I got that. But yeah, they're doing X-Phone the pre-orders cool. now. And in fact, uh, hey, Pundi X people, you need to send us a couple of phones so we can reviewify them. This, you know, I I do I have, I have some Pundi X. Do you have any Pundi X? Remember, about I, I have a few. They're they're not worth a whole lot. I think there's like so many Pundi X out there. It might, it might be one of those where there's like a trillion um, tokens. Let me actually let's go ahead and take a look here. Let's go to CoinGecko.com if you guys haven't looked at this before. I believe the symbol is NPXS. Yeah, it's the number 94 in the um in terms of market cap on CoinGecko. Currently selling for 0.00015 cents. So, uh and the circulating supply is 259 billion. Mm. Yeah, 259 Billion. There's a lot of tokens out there. And uh, I think at its high point, it hit something like 1.2 cents 
and now it's at it's at its like all time low, down ninety eight point nine percent off mm. its all time high, and yet, um, you know, they're moving forward here and releasing hardware. So Pundi X peoples, uh, Pundi some of those phones over here to bad crypto. We want to check them out. Yeah, that's great. And then also, this is another piece of news that I found, Mr. Jokam, that I find fascinating. It falls right in line with with innovations in mobile and crypto and blockchain. So SoftBank, they are a a Japanese holding company, right? And they own, I think they bought all of Sprint, if I'm not mistaken, but they own, they have all kinds of companies that they own. And uh, so they do work, I I know SoftBank bought them. But they released a debit card that has this built-in blockchain wallet, right? So it's like a credit card, and it's like its own crypto wallet built into the debit card. Huh. I'm just looking at this for the first time right now, but this is definitely interesting. And this is another step towards mainstream adoption. So the article on Cointelegraph.com says consumers can use the integrated blockchain wallet as both cold and hot digital currency storage and check balance related information in real time. Currently, the card is available exclusively in Japan. However, they have plans to roll it out in Southeast Asia, South Korea, Dubai, and these United States of America in the future very cool mainstream adoption yeah you know it's, it's one of those things it's like you know now i have my blockchain credit card in my on my wallet in my wallet and then mm, you don't want to keep all your cryptos in there that's for sure you want to maybe keep some just for sort of ease of use but like like it just seems crazy if crypto ever goes to the point where it's like a hundred thousand or a million dollars of bitcoin like the people who didn't get into the game are going to be so mad at the people who did and walking around with uh, <laughs> with all of your cryptos in one of these devices. Yeah, you want to make sure you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Right, Mr. Jokam? You got your blockchain debit card. You got your blockchain phone. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, when you're older, you'll have your blockchain hearing aid. Everything, everything you hear goes on the blockchain or what? You hear goes on the blockchain. Well, you know, that might not be too far from the truth if Cisco has it their way. They've got a patent that they put out there to secure 5G networks with blockchain. So, you know, 5G is going to be taking over everywhere, radiating the crap out of all of us. And their platform aims to manage data sessions between an equipment user like your phone or your laptop and a virtual network so that the technology can manage parts of the data exchanges between whatever the device is and the network via blockchain, thereby making it super secure. That's true. Very interesting. And that's Cisco. Doing blockchain things. Check this out. Here's another big company, IBM. They file a patent uh, for blockchain patent for fighting package theft by drones. So in the future, the drones are going to be dropping off your packages, and there's going to be people up there trying to steal the packages like the porch pirates do now, right? They they follow the UPS truck, see they drop off a package, they go up there and throw the, that package in their vehicle and drive off, right, beforehand. So they're going to put some blockchain up on that to show that things have been delivered and, and, you know, evidence of things. I don't know. It's interesting how they're going to be able to try to tackle the drone privacy and the security concerns around that. Uh, Let's wrap up this show, Mr. Travis, right, with some game oriented blockchain stuff because you know i'm a big fan of the games there is one of the giants out there is called ubisoft have you ever heard of them 
I'm I'm soft. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ubisoft. It's it's UBI. Ubisoft. I believe they're a Canadian company. I think they're a Canadian company. I could be wrong about that. But they are um, partnering with the blockchain company Ultra, and they're they're uh, which is built on EOS, and they're going to be contributing to Ultra's testnet. Um, and I, I'm assuming that this is so that they can see how they can, you know, offer digital items and games over blockchain. I mean, this is very early in the partnership here, but uh, Ubisoft is one of the big players. I mean, they're they're huge. Yep, yeah, and they're working with Ultra, and Ultra runs a little-known uh, EOS uh, sister branch, they're calling it, which is the UOS blockchain. So Ultra uh, built on EOS, and then Ubisoft is going to be working with them incubating the uos blockchain so it's still in testnet and interesting the the mm -hmm. uos how do you pronounce that uos <laughs> all right mr travis wright just got off the short bus apparently uh, <laughs> that's not funny travis why would you make a joke like that that's so horrible that you would even follow up on my joke like that okay so we talked a little earlier about engine <laughs> e-n-j-i-n -E engine coin e-n-j is the uh the symbol in the crypto world and this is why we think that engine has gone up something like 18 to 20 percent in the last couple days remember i said there was a big company big company when, when you think big think Bill Gates big. Yep. Microsoft. Microsoft has introduced what they're calling Azure Heroes, A-Z-U-R-E. They're calling it a new and fun way to earn digital collectibles for meaningful impact in the technical community. So basically, it's a way to get recognized with an NFT, a non-fungible token, a digital badge that is a representation of the contributions you make in their community and guess what mm. they're issuing these on engine and that's why because it's a pilot program microsoft and engine have collaborated on this and there's a limited number of these badges and they've got looks like uh, they call them badgers there's there are actually pictures of these cartoon badgers there's five different ones that i see here travis um from maker up to mentor up to community hero up to content hero up to inclusive leader an inclusive leader there's only a hundred of them so if you have that badge that nft you own one percent of the supply hmm. interesting very fascinating to see how it all works so you can nominate yourself or a community hero around you so maybe Back, there's a thing around content hero. There's 250 of those, and they communicate or they contribute to the community by creating original content uh, over this. You know, they said they want at least three pieces of content over six months, and you're a content hero, and you probably get some visibility. If somebody there in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia would like to go to the webpage and nominate Mr. Travis Wright or myself as a content hero, we'd like mm -hmm. badgers. We like or badgers. just bad crypto cool. collectively, we could do that too. As one uh, as mm -hmm. one unit or the whole republic nominate the whole is a community hero. Yeah, this is, this is cool. You know, I've been we had engine on 
very early on in the show and before they had really found their stride in you know creating these nfts because initially they were their their roadmap was a little different Mm -hmm. and to see a company you know like microsoft partnering with them it's like oh i'm gonna hold on to my engine coin also microsoft this week mr joe com is doing some additional stuff with blockchain so microsoft is dipping their feet in there um, there was an old game book series back in the day, uh, Mr. Joe Com, that was called Fabled Lands. And uh, this was a, a sell. It was a game book. And like you, you'd have these different cards in the, in the book. And you'd, there was a book called The Way of the Tiger. And there was these all these different series of books and fantasy sort of scenarios. And basically what they're doing is they're turning that game book series into a blockchain card game. Called the Way of the Tiger. Bam, 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 bam. No, this was actually going to be called Arena of Death. Way of the Tiger was their one of the book, one of the 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 best selling of their books in their thing. So Arena of Death. If you could say that again with that with that countdown voice. Arena of Death. And now I have to save Eye of the Tiger to the Bad Crypto playlist on Spotify, which I have. Speaking of um, blockchain games, you know, we've talked about Gods Unchained multiple times in the past. And they have, according to the same article, outstripped Crypto Kitties by volume, reaching almost a half a million NFT transfers per day. Mm-hmm. So they the cards that that I purchased, I think you bought some too during their uh, their their raise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game is now actually live in an early version. People are playing it, and the cards are now tradable and sellable. I've actually sold a few of the cards that I own on a uh, a website, Token Trove Marketplace, Token Trove. Dot com. It's got a place where you can, uh, on Ethereum blockchain, list your cards and collectibles for sale. And then when people buy them, boom, ETH shows up in your account. So I have sold a few cards and I'm hodling a bunch more because I think that I, I personally believe that there could be legs behind this. Who knows? It could go you know, the way of a lot of that ICOs did and the cars could be worth nothing, but uh, they've got a really professional game going on here. And in a, um, a future episode, you guys are going to be hearing from Ryan Rodden, who uh, created the website Castle Crypto, uh, where they review these games. And we'll talk more about Gods Unchained, as well as some other games that he sees on the horizon, which he thinks could make it. It's castlecrypto.gg. We're going to go check yes. that out. And we're, again, we're going to have him on the show here in a few days. So I don't know, Mr. Joe Kahn, was that enough bad news for you? I think that's a lot of great news, actually, right there. There's, um, you know, apart from um, the the market being lower than we want it to be, that just this show feels like super happy fun time for the, the blockchain world. Oh, and except for poor Virgil, who got arrested, you know, but other than that. Uh, it feels like super happy fun time in the blockchain super world. Super happy fun time, yes. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We do appreciate you. And uh, when we've got news that you can use, then we're going to share it with you because that's what we do because we care. From the bottom of our hearts, stay bad. Who's bad? 
The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.